This is the Dominique Foxworth Show. All right, there's a lot going on on the field, but there's more that I want to talk about. So I wanted to introduce this, and I think I'm just going to call it and, because you get football and some more shit. We got my man David Dennis Jr. here. Welcome, my brother. What up? What up? I don't know about about Ann. I think people were expecting something better than than yeah. me. Like they just get like David and like like I'm bringing. No, up no. Him. I all right. Well, we 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 workshopping it for now. We working it. Yeah, that, you set the bar low high. Criticism. Yeah, I set the bar low. So when I come with a better name, I thought Ann was good. I was. Well, I thought you set about the bar. Ann. I thought you set the bar high for me. Like I'm gonna bring you something special, Ann. Like oh. you got to set the bar way lower. You got to oh, like. Okay. We got to call this like. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna call it. Yeah. <laughs> what you got for me this week, David? How are we gonna talk about the Browns, man? Yeah. Like, what are we gonna like? Are we going to talk about the Cleveland Browns like a real, actual sports franchise? Like, are we going to do this thing where we're like, oh, the Browns, and they're like, they're one. Like, there was a time, like yesterday, it looked like they were going to be two and zero. Oh. And it was like I was going through my head, like, are we really going to be looking at a Deshaun Watson at a like playoff run or, you know, and then there's these pictures that come out and they're like the fans are just, you know, they had the massage table thing. I'm going to go into all the details. And we've seen some of the pictures that people are bringing their children, holding their signs up. Like, how are we going to talk about them? I don't get I don't. So it felt like. Everyone outside of Cleveland, it felt like we're kind of rooting against the Browns and and not in part. I was going to say in part because Deshaun Watson, but in total because of uh, the Deshaun Watson's uh, sweepstakes that they won this offseason, which, to be honest, it's kind of unfair to just pile on the Browns because they just won it. Everybody like right. we kind of should hold everyone accountable who was going after him, but they did pay him uh, unprecedented, uh, fully guaranteed 200 plus million dollar contract and the point you bring up the thing that's kind of been a bit bugging me is like i understand the teams like they respond they react to the way that we react honestly and they knew that nobody was going to be that upset with with them for signing deshaun watson because i mean we don't respect women that much in this country is the which is uh, a whole nother conversation but i can't imagine that even they imagined that they'd have people rally around them. So there's lots of Watson jerseys. There's lots of signs uh, blaming the massage therapist who Deshaun Watson allegedly sexually assaulted. And then you mentioned the, the, the picture that was around the internet this weekend of a massage table with a player laying on it uh, with, yeah. So we don't have to get into details of that, but I just don't, I don't, I don't know what to say about it. I don't, get it i mean i guess i understand we like rally around our own and reminds me of the ray rice situation when they gave him a standing ovation when he the ravens fans did when he returned to training camp it's like that's our guy but he wasn't even your guy like ray rice was there they won a super bowl not to defend them it's not even any better but like there's some logic behind that history and that connection i guess and this just don't make sense can you make it make sense for me i mean this is the thing like like sexual assault and rape culture is a culture. Like it doesn't happen in a vacuum, you know? And so we've seen it, it takes all the cogs for it to, for it to work. Like the Deshaun Watson contract, like you said, is not just on like one team owner giving or general manager, giving them this contract. It is about the fact that like owners could have said, 
we don't want this guy to begin with. You know, there's ways that you that you can kick players out of the league, as we've seen them do before. Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Like, owners can do that without saying, we're kicking this guy out. Players can say, we don't want to play with this guy. They do that all the time, as, you know, we see with, with players that they, they don't like. I mean, now, there are different power dynamics with that, of right. course, that we can get into. But then, I mean, journalists play a part in that by the way that we say, you know, well, how do you think about Deshaun Watson on the field? And then we have to, like, talk about his pass percentage and all that stuff and rushing yards and not talk about the other stuff and pretend it's not there. And then the fans are, like, a central part of that. Like, fans could have said, we don't want Deshaun Watson here. Like, they did this with Michael Vick, if you recall, when he was in yeah. Pittsburgh. Like, fans were, you know, pro protesting and threatening to boycott because they didn't agree with Michael Vick did. And it goes back to what you what you said before. Nobody gives a damn about women. And I think especially when it came out to the fact that like, oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson was doing this to a lot of black women, too. Like people are, are only going to not care, but they're going to support people who do who do this. Like I'm pop. I've done pop culture writing for a long time. I saw this exact same thing with R. Kelly. We're seeing this exact same thing with Tory Lanez, who, you know, allegedly shot the most popular black woman. Uh, rapper in the world and is you know touring off of that uh violence i mean that's just what happens like people I, I don't know why the owners did not think that would be the case because that's what happens every time these cases pop up i mean i just don't think they they care and um i'm i don't know i i can it's just the fan reaction that confuses me like i understand everything else not that anything else is like should be celebrated or appreciated or whatever like it all the rest of it makes sense to me. The fans rallying around it is something that does like, you don't have to be associated with that. You can still be a Browns fan and say like, whatever I, I and just like put that out of your mind. He's not even playing for the team right now. The idea that you would then come out is just a, a level that I don't quite understand that you want to like go be associated with this. And, and it's not even like they're making the argument a defense argument for him like it's like whatever it's just we're all in on his team because he can throw touchdowns so i'm not I mean, but one there are people he, he, go ahead i mean sorry but there are people that like think that sexual assault is okay i mean like that's just what it is there's people that don't that have no problem with what he did i mean people go to trump rallies and say grab me or you know what i'm saying yeah. like and, and yeah. do things like that like there are people who are just like it is okay what he did i don't like massage therapists are there well first of all women are there to be touched against their consent consent especially massage therapists and they are like not just defending him they're defending the act of victimizing women and they are fine with that and he's just sort of the avatar for getting out all of their hatred towards women all right that's not a fun one to talk about i don't know what's gonna happen if there i mean there, there should be repercussions for people who are doing these things like that but i guess they would argue free speech i don't know what you can do about it but it just is uh it's a terrible thing to to be associated with I, I i don't think the browns or the nfl or anybody wants to be associated with that but honestly i don't care like this always comes down is when we have these big issues where we all point at at a select few and say that they are wrong or they are racist they are sexist i always like think about it exists in this environment like we've created this we've created an environment where this is like okay and acceptable so like I, i'm i'm fine with pointing a finger but i'm also hesitant because like i know to some degree we're all complicit and, and like 
creating an environment where this is behavior is like acceptable. And it's the same is true about issues of race and whatever. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DF. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, on Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur. Barnstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. But um, what else you got for me? That was not fun to talk about. That was not fun. I want to, I, can, can we start by making fun of uh, white people? Uh, in general, but <laughs> but in short, uh, but I guess more specifically, let's make fun of white people who are upset at Little Mermaid. Oh, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Can we do that, please? Like, I mean, I that's would... a fun topic for me. Like, I, I know people are up in arms. So this is the Little Mermaid is being played by Hallie Bailey, um, who's a black woman. The twin sister too. They're like proteges to Beyonce, right? Yeah, I got all that right. Yeah, I know you, they're not twins. Better. They're they they're sort of they they look. They're not I think, twins. Uh, Chloe, I think, is a couple years older. Ah oh, man, rusty. See, I'm old. That's why they're I brought not you twins. on. Not all black people look alike, Dominique. <laughs> so I brought you on so you could translate for me. But anyway, um, and I, I'm sure everybody probably knows all this controversy. People are upset because uh, the Little Mermaid is being played by by a black woman. I. I'm not upset about this. 
I just find it hilarious. Does it upset or bother you? Like, no, it's it's absolutely especially when you get to folks who are like scientifically a mermaid couldn't be black, and I'm like scientifically, sir, uh, <laughs> they don't exist. So like, what are we doing here? It's just like I I have a I, I wanted to do I wanted to make like a fake Hollywood reporter that just reports that black people are going to play things that were not black and just see how outraged they get. Like would be fun. if we were just like, Hey, uh, Denzel Washington is going to play the candlestick from beauty and the beast. And then just see what happens. Like, just see the out, like create, like, please go get upset over that. And like, just Dude. leave me alone so I can vote. Uh, of I, my is, I mean, is this just like a, a, a Russian bots operation? Like, are there actual real people who care about this or is it just like, Twitter trolley type people. This doesn't feel like I don't know. Maybe it's on the top of one of those those fringe websites somewhere. But well, it doesn't seen, feel like something that anybody who actually matters cares about. I mean, there there are people doing interviews and podcasts and all that really? stuff. But the, the bots, the bots are part of it, which I think sort of leans into the other thing. Is is I saw Woman King this weekend. Oh, which my daughter is, went to see it. How was it? It was fantastic. It's a oh, top tier cool. movie, but there's a lot of controversy, which I think is warranted with the movie because the Dahomey tribe um, was involved in the slave trade, like deeply involved in the slave trade. And the movie and people were like, why are we watching a movie about um, this? These folks who are, you know, sold slaves to the Europeans. Celebrating their, I mean, they're heroes in the movie. We're celebrating them. Right. Despite the fact that they trafficked Africans. Right. But the movie does address it. I think it does a Hollywoody glossed over version <laughs> of it, yeah. of course. But there is a large contingent, of course, that are that is pushed by bots that is sort of arguing, you know, that this is goes against sort of a black liberation idea that we're going to celebrate this movie. And they don't want people to see this movie. There's a boycott Woman King situation going oh, on. Oh, really? And there was a boycott Wakanda Forever situation going on based on the idea that they should replace T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman. And then they're saying that they don't like the fact that all of these women are now at the forefront of really? uh, the Black Panther movie. And so I have an article coming this week, you know, okay. plug. but basically the idea is that these white right wing folks and these super pseudo black left liberation folks sort of meet at this point of like we don't like <laughs> black women at all you know what I'm saying? like it's just like oh, we don't want man. like we want that's so what's best for black people but it's really not because it's really like yeah. you really just like there are legitimate reasons not to like women or to have issues with woman king i had some with the movie it's great but there were, it was imperfect but it's really like we don't want to watch this movie with strong black women and viola davis and the black director and then white folks like we don't want a black little mermaid and it's really just like we just don't like black women you know <laughs> that's that's not a rally that or maybe it is a rally that i want to be at the the collection of far right wing and black liberation people at one rally together somehow on the same accord against black women that's unfortunate well, i mean these, these folks are not actual black liberal you know what i'm saying these are right. like um incels and and a lot of bots and a lot of folks who pretend to do that but they find find it in as like kevin, the kevin samuels um prayers down like there's a you know the situation you know he sort of embodies that like talking about he wants to do what's best for the black family and the black man the black woman but he's really just there to hate on black women and that's what a lot of this stuff is when you dig deep into what the, yeah. the motives are.
I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't assume that everybody knows who's, knows who Kevin Samuels is. I don't know how to explain. I mean, he's dead now, but he was kind of like popular black misogynist, I guess. Right? It was kind of yeah. He was sort of the the godfather of the of the black misogynist podcast, like sort of. Um, and yeah, he just would talk down to women, and there was a lot of dudes who want to be him, and they say things like, "What do women bring to the table?" and I've always uh, thought it was a bit like he was serious. I know that people around him is <laughs> real dedicated to that bit. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like I thought it was the bit until the day he died. I knew that people around him believed him and fell in. But the things he was saying, so many of them were so outrageous and absurd that it just felt like he was doing a bit for clout and money. And I know uh, other people are incels is the word i guess that you use mm -hmm. is probably proper as they have ha anger built up because they are involuntarily celibate and they have someone who can be their avatar on an on the national stage and they can rally around them and and blame everyone else for their personal life not being the way that they want it to be it's pretty unfortunate but i guess it's better that they show themselves than you they just lurk it in the in the dark yeah, they're out there and they 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 follow this dude and they have their own they form their own podcast and there's like little podcast minions and Got they it. just they don't die, they multiply. They're just like uh ashy, musty hydra that pop up every time somebody's yeti mic isn't working. So all right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else you want to plug? I know you, you snuck a plug in about um piece you're writing. You want to plug anything else? No, I think that's it. That's it. You know, not even gonna plug the book. You... I got, oh yeah, I got a book. I got a book. The movement made us. It's uh, it's it's Dominique's favorite book. Oh, uh, he can't stop talking about it. And uh, or reading it, I've read it three times now. It's my favorite book that I've ever written. So <laughs> everybody, go 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 get it. Don't too many details. Everybody, go get it. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks for your time, man. All right, man. Peace. This is the Dominique Foxworth Show.